Hi, I'm Jake Parker, and this is my podcast, Beyond Fit. My goal is to help you live a happier and healthier life by providing actionable knowledge and advice about a wide range of health and fitness topics, as well as self-improvement. If you want to find out more about me, visit my website, jake-parker.com. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi guys, this is Jake Parker on the Beyond Fit podcast. Today's episode is titled Getting Back on Track After the Holidays and New Year's Goals. So I wanted to take the opportunity to provide a little insight and motivation as you get back on track after the holidays and then looking forward, some advice on how to go about achieving your goals, setting your goals, what do my goals look like? I wanted to do a little review of my goals last year and preview of my goals for next year. So I think this will be fun. I'm excited. I got a lot of good stuff here to go over. So the first thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to getting back on track after the holidays, or maybe you're getting back on track as far as a workout program uh, or a nutrition program because you haven't been cognizant of or tracked, done those things in a while or really done them uh, to a measure enough to be effective. So the first thing I wanted to talk about here was we really need to forget about sunk costs. And if you're unfamiliar with sunk costs, uh, some simple examples of this might be uh, finishing a book or a TV show that you're really not invested in or you're really not enjoying just because you started it. it. The the key here is just finishing something or putting more effort into something just because you've already started on it when really it would benefit you more to just stop cold turkey and cut your losses. Uh, Another example of this maybe would be if someone continues to work on or in a business or put money into an investment that they know is beyond repair or is failing. Uh, But when it comes to fitness and sunk costs, we oftentimes might want to, you know, continue on the diet, the poor diet that we're on, or say, you know, oh, well, I've been, you know, trying this workout program, and it's a 12-week workout program, and I've done six, and I've not seen any results. I want to go ahead and finish it anyway. No, what we need to do is realize what we need to do to be effective, and then really hammer in on that, and not worry about the things we've done in the past, not worry about our preconceived notions of what it takes, but we really need to focus on things that are backed by evidence and things that you know are going to be effective. And then really just being consistent from there. The best uh, example I've heard of sunk costs, which this one is obviously an exaggeration, but it really paints the picture well. And that is essentially if you are walking halfway to a grocery store and then halfway there, finding out that it's closed, but walking the rest of the way, just because you already started. I mean, that would seem silly and obvious, but that's what we do sometimes when we have started following a poor diet or workout program, or, you know, we have other things we're putting our time towards that we want to complete first that aren't as important as our health and fitness. We have to be able to drop those things and feel comfortable with it and start on a new path. And really what I was thinking of here, and as I've verbalized this, it's not, I guess, so much of a sunk cost, but it's like people, people, you know, maybe eat poorly, drink more than they should. Uh, don't exercise as much during the holidays. And then when we want to make our New Year's resolutions, or even if we're not doing something like that, even if we're just trying to get back in the swing of things, people will let that 
uh, lack of momentum continue on and maybe have ineffective workouts and not go all in with their diet. But what I'm saying is you really have to just forget what you've done in the past, forgive yourself if that's what you need, but really just focus on doing what you can in the moment. Don't worry about what you did yesterday. Don't worry about what you did last month, last year. Just focus on putting one foot in front of the other and really just going after the things that you know you should be doing and are going to help you out. Uh, so along those lines, another point I wanted to make as far as getting back on track is sometimes uh, we might fall into what is referred to as paralysis by analysis. So thinking too much about a workout program, about a diet, uh, when really it would benefit you to just take that first step. You know, someone who on the extreme end is obese or overweight would literally benefit from walking five or 10 minutes a day. Now that may not be enough to completely shift their, shift their circumstance uh, in a major way, but that's definitely gonna get the ball rolling. And it's the same way if you want to start improving yourself more in 2020. Uh, you want to read books, you want to read more. Okay, what does that mean? Uh, start as simple as literally reading one page a day. Because the thing about that is, not only is something better than nothing, one or two or three, anything is better than zero. But at the same time, when you start to build momentum and you create that snowball effect, uh, you're going to read more than the one page if you delve into a book because it's going to grab your attention. Uh, it comes back to one of my favorite productivity, quote unquote, tips or hacks, which is just that uh, a lot of times if you just start something you feel like you don't want to do for five minutes, whether that be start to read a book, uh, start to exercise on a day you're really not feeling it, five minutes into it, okay, you might think that you would want to stop, by, by, but by this point when you've built momentum, you don't want to stop. You want to keep going. Uh, you get that, you get cemented into that action and it creates a positive effect and you want to keep going. Uh, so, you know, it may be as simple as there's, there's actually a book called make your bed. And the premise of that book is when you start out the day by doing one productive thing, and no matter how simple it is, like make your bed, that's going to get the ball rolling and help you be productive throughout the rest of the day. It's going to want to keep you being productive. So don't underestimate the, the power of doing one thing. If you're not eating vegetables, eat one serving of vegetables a day and see yourself start feeling and becoming healthier and see yourself wanting to eat more vegetables and finding it easier to reach a goal of three, four or five servings, whatever that may be. Uh, like I said, if you're not working out or if you want to work out more, just getting yourself in the gym, getting those beginning steps, even if you're not getting in the gym, going for a walk, doing some exercises at home, uh, that's not probably going to get you where you want to if you have hefty goals or if you really want to attain a great physique or great physical fitness, but getting the ball rolling is huge. And I think people underestimate these small steps. We have to uh, really be thankful for and show gratitude for the amount that these small steps can really help us get started in the right direction and can really get the ball rolling. It's so important to realize that anything is better than nothing. One is greater than zero, no matter what one is. Uh, going off that, one more thing I wanted to mention along the uh, lines of getting back on track is one of the really important mantras that I've repeated a lot to myself lately is that you are not your thoughts. And so what that means is there's a lot of, uh, I guess, let's call it motivation porn in today's society. You know, you, you want to hear these motivational spe speakers, uh, speeches, you want to get hyped up, you know, we want to do all these things that coincide to feeling motivated in our head and feeling willing and feeling ready. And that's all great. I love motivational videos and stuff like that. I'm actually going to uh, go over that a little bit here soon. But 
what's important to realize is that you are your actions. You are not your thoughts. You are not uh, the thought in your head that doesn't want to work out. You are not the thought in your head that says you're stupid or you're not good enough. You are what you do physically. You are your actions. Uh, so that can always trump your, your lack of motivation if that's not there on a certain day. Because that's really the problem with motivation. It's great and it's a useful tool, but it's not always going to be there. So sometimes we have to rely on our actions and our uh, habits and routines to really get us to where we want to be and help us reach our goals. Another useful little antidote I've heard uh, talking about actions is just that an action is something that you can see on video. So you see yourself, uh, maybe it's writing out you know, in your journal or you see yourself reading a book, you see yourself uh, working out, getting exercise in. But what you can't see on video is you sitting there contemplating what, what you're going to do. It goes back to that paralysis by analysis. So let's, let's see ourselves doing things and getting in the action. And I promise that creating that momentum is going to help you so much. And what we really just want to avoid is that overthinking that we tend to fall into just, you know, as people in general, we all do it. So going on to goals here, um, the first thing I want to note as far as setting goals go is uh, I, I, I kind of waver on how specific your goals have to be. Whereas like I'll set goals that are maybe more abstract or aren't exactly something that you can, you know, check off as being accomplished. But at the same time, uh, if you really want to achieve an outcome, a specific outcome, you do have to be specific. And so what do I mean there? Uh, it's, it falls along the lines of, instead of saying, I want to be healthier saying, maybe I want to gain you know, however many pounds of muscle, if that's something that you can measure, I want to lose this much body fat. I don't really like uh, saying or tracking just losing weight because a lot of times that you never really know exactly what that weight is. That's why I like to track body fat. That's kind of a, a more esoteric discussion. But anyway, uh, just being specific uh, if you really want an outcome. So like another example would be, I want to save money. Okay, you're probably not going to wind up saving enough money or the amount you want if that's your goal. But if you want to say, I want to save 100, 200, 300, whatever it is for you, dollars a month, a quarter, you know, this year I want to save X amount of money. That's what's going to really help you in a more specific goal. But then when I say that some of my goals will be more in the abstract realm or just something to be cognizant of and focus on, uh, I think that can be important too. And I think that has its place. I remember uh, the first time this thought sort of jumped into my head was when I read Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, biography called Total Recall. And I'm going to include all of these things I mentioned here uh, in the notes. But he talked about the fact that when he became governor of California, he had not really specifically made it out to be a goal. But actually that year, and he talks about how it came up, the opportunity came up a lot quicker than he thought it was going to. But anyway, he had put down, think about or contemplate on I don't know if it was being governor, but it was some sort of political aspiration. And he just wanted to think about it and get the ball rolling in his mind. And like I said, it turned out to, the opportunity turned out to uh, come to him a lot quicker. But he sets goals sometimes to just think about or contemplate something or be aware of something. Uh, I find that when you bounce around ideas and kind of think about them here and there and just keep them in the back of your mind, a lot of times that is a worthy goal because it's going to help you start to figure things out and put the dots together and start to look at um, the future and maybe, you know, see how could I attain this thing? Or is this something I really want? Like for me, one of my goals recently has been to think about how I can move to a new place. 
Now I don't have the goal necessarily, I want to move by X date, but the fact that I'm thinking about it and being aware because it's such a circumstantial thing, uh, I think that's been useful for me and has got the ball rolling and got it rattling around in my head, uh, if that makes sense. So I have my goals up on my mirror right now. I find that that's another really useful tip, putting your goals up somewhere where you're going to see them every day. Uh, I have another couple antidotes here, but I thought I would go through and say my goals real quick. So maybe, well, first of all, I think it's always good to express this. So just as a selfish thing, but in addition, I think that it can be useful for you uh, in thinking about your own goals. So here goes. I have read 20 pages a day. Uh, I'm going to go over my goals from last year, but last year I set a goal of reading two books a month which turned out to, I, I did reach it, but I, I realized that that wasn't exactly the best goal because sometimes I'll pick up a book that's 200 pages and sometimes I'll pick up a, pick up a book that's 600. So the way it, it wavers like that, I feel like it's a lot more effective to have a page goal. Uh, I want to write one blog post a week. I want to write a book. I want to, uh, one of the hobbies I'm engaged in right now is stand up. So I want to do that three times a month. Um, I want to Get better with directions so my goal there is uh, it's kind of funny but I'm really terrible with directions uh, my goal there is use directions on my phone no more than once a day so force myself to kind of fend for myself a little bit more there uh, I want to always shop using reusable bags stop using plastic little planet focused sustainability goal there um, I have a trouble with being late to things so a goal there is leave five minutes earlier than I think I should um, another goal here got get my lean body mass to 175 pounds. Uh, I've reached upwards of 171 to 172, uh, over the end of 2019. And so, like I said, that's one of those things where you want to be more specific. Uh, it's, it's kind of becoming harder for me to put on muscle because I'm sort of reaching the limits of my genetic potential. But from what I understand from the research that I've seen and things that I've read, heard, I think that attaining three or four pounds of lean body mass over the course of another year is still going to be attainable for me. But uh, anyway, as I was saying, that's an example of that specific goal where it's a focused outcome. Whereas obviously a couple of the other things I have on here are more abstract. Like I, like I mentioned before, um, two more goals here that I have take on uh, something new each month. I have a list in my Evernotes of new things I want to try, um, such as things I've already done, joining a Toastmasters group, uh, beginning to try stand up. What else is on there? Uh, going into the future, some things I want to try is taking some writing classes or maybe joining some writing groups. Um, I have, I'd really like to learn an instrument at some point and start studying a new language at some point. So just things like that. Uh, I think that delving into new endeavors is really one of the biggest keys for me and always having some novelty in my life and having something to aim towards getting better at. Uh, and then the last goal I have on here, I have sort of battled a lot with the concept behind this, but I put down wake up between six o'clock and 6.30, a majority of the days of the week. And so over the past year, I kind of waxed and waned on this. At the beginning of the year, I was hardcore into, uh, I guess, one of the things I sort of mentioned earlier, which was like the motivation porn, which would say, get up at five o'clock every day and get after it and yada, 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 which I think can be useful. But another one of the 
topics that I really came to understand and study more was just how important sleep is over the last year. So uh, I really started wanting to get more sleep too. So anyway, I think for me getting up at that time uh, and being aware that I need sleep too will help me go to bed at an appropriate time and then still get up at the right time in the morning to get some things done, get a head start on the day. I feel like when you wake up too late for me, it seems like it's harder to be productive because you feel like some of the day has passed you by. And then you're also in that time where everyone else is in their work mode and maybe contacting you. You may have things to do, people reaching out to you, whatever it is, different based on your situation, you know, circumstance, job, whatever it may be. But you know, first thing in the morning, uh, five, six, whatever, you know, the, the early time in the morning that you get up, you're not going to have any distractions. So that's when I want to do my morning routine. Uh, I aspire to write at that time too. Like I said, there's going to be more writing this year. So anyway, those are my goals for this year. Hopefully maybe that helps spur your goal setting, helps you contemplate on the goals you've already set, whatever it may be. Uh, a couple, like I said, little antidotes here are from a couple of my favorite books that I read last year. Um, so one useful thing to think about in thinking fast and slow, Daniel Kahneman notes that the aversion to the failure of not reaching the goal is much stronger than the desire to exceed it. So it may be uh, something to consider maybe like a punishment for yourself in some sense for not reaching a goal uh, rather than a reward if you're going to go that route. Uh, something that is helpful here is the website Stick. And again, I'll include links to all the, the appropriate things that you guys might need that I'm going to mention. But Stick is essentially a website where you pledge a certain amount of money to a charity uh, if you don't reach a goal by a certain point and you can have a referee and there's a lot of different things on there, but that's essentially it. If you want to take it a step further, uh, instead of a charity that you personally endorse and are fond of, you can pledge money to a charity that is like against uh, what you believe or your principles. So like the best example is if you're, you know, a hardcore Democrat, maybe you pledge a $100 donation to some sort of Republican party and that motivates you to reach this goal, whatever it may be. That's just one of those things that might help you out there. And then the other book that I pulled something from was The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And he notes in there that without deep conviction, you won't have the strength to follow through with your goals when the going gets tough. So the thing here is really you want to be cognizant of the why behind your goals and really think about why you want to accomplish what you want to accomplish and be certain and convicted of it. Don't be half in about your goals. Dive in head first and really own those goals. Uh, even you might want to have them be a part of who you are. Like I said, that's why I put my goals in my mirror and I see them every day. Be immersed in them. Uh, a good example here is like, again, the health example. I want to be healthier. I've gone over why that's not a good goal. But if you do want to say, I want to achieve a more lean body, I want to get down to 12% body fat. Okay, why is that? I want this because I want to be more intimate with my partner. Uh, that's obviously one of the benefits that comes from being more fit. Or maybe I want to be able to participate in uh, family or friendly recreational events. Maybe you have kids and you want to be more active with your kids, whatever it is. Think about that tangible benefit that you can see and that thing that's beyond that, that scale weight or that you know, goal of looking at something in the mirror. And that's also going to help you when you realize that you have to deal with hardship and discomfort. Uh, a few quotes I pulled here 
One is by one of my favorite dudes, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He said that strength does not come from winning. Your struggles develop your strengths. When you go through hardships and decide not to surrender, that is strength. So really it just speaks to the fact that you're going to have to you know, go through hardships and you're going to come to plateaus and you're going to have struggles uh, in your personal life that, that maybe affect your goals at work or vice versa. You might have struggles at work that affect your personal goals, but always thinking about that broader vision and what you want and continuing to be as consistent as possible and fighting through that struggle, expecting and knowing that struggle is going to be there are really uh, a couple things that are going to help you through it. There's an example, a sandpaper example that's used a lot when someone is uh, discussing how a workout program works. And so I think it applies to almost everything in life too. And it's essentially, so let's say I go and I have some sandpaper and I, I make a, uh, what am I trying to say? I rub, uh, I rub an indention into my hand until it starts to uh, weaken and maybe bleed a little bit or show signs of wear. And then you let that heal and you're gonna have a callus on your hand. And maybe you go do that again and again and again, and you're going to have a stronger and stronger callus. Now, obviously, uh, this isn't an exact representation, but it can really show how this is what you're doing when you're working out. You break down your body a little bit, and then you build it back up. You let it repair and recover. I think that that applies to any realm of self-improvement or personal development uh, or professional development as well. Another one of my favorite quotes here, I like to talk about a lot of, like I like I mentioned, abstract concepts and thoughts and uh, it's helpful to kind of come back down to reality and realize how how simple it really is. And this quote by by Jocko Willink, who you may have heard of before, goes, "You want to be tough, be tougher." So sometimes it really is that simple. You want to be tough, be tougher. It goes back to, "I am not my thoughts; I am my actions." Do the uncomfortable things, do the work you know you need to do, and be consistent. So speaking of that self improvement and journey always for development and betterment. I wanted to outline this by showing you, or rather letting you hear uh, a clip from one of my favorite uh, little videos, one of my favorite sound bites I like to go back to, and it is Jocko Willink. So here we go. I don't really like those words, self-help or self-management or self-improvement. I don't really like what those words have come to mean these days because there's a, a lot of people out there that are constantly trying to improve themselves by looking for the one change, the one change, right? The one change in their life that's going to make their dreams come true. I'm no guru and I definitely don't claim to be. I'm just a man. But I will tell you this, it isn't one thing. And it isn't 10 things and it isn't a hundred things. It isn't a quick path and there are no shortcuts. Meditation won't get you there and neither will a miracle drug or an organic supplement or some superfood. Getting better isn't a hack or a trick or a one change that you need to make. Getting better is a campaign. It's a campaign. It's a daily, a weekly, it's an hourly fight. 
an incessant fight that doesn't stop against weakness and against temptation and against laziness. It's a campaign of discipline. A campaign of hard work and dedication. It's waking up early and going to bed late and grinding out every second in between. Every single day. So I'll link to where you can see that entire video as well. But I love the fact that that video speaks to the fact that, you know, a lot of times we want the, like he mentioned, the magic pill. We want the simple trick. Uh, a lot of people will tell you that uh, X changed me or uh, or why, you know, help me fix my habits, fix my life. And a lot of times that may be true in a way, but at the same time, I'm of the mindset that, you know, you have to just develop this sense of self that you're a person who improves every day and you're a person that seeks discomfort because that's, what's going to help you. Um, not, not relying on tips and tricks. Uh, a couple of the places where this plays a part in my life specifically is I really like to read a high volume of books and listen to a high volume of podcasts. And then in addition to that, like speeches and things of that nature on YouTube. And a lot of people where there's people out there that might argue against this, uh, why it's not a beneficial strategy because you're not delving into things as deeply, which I can see. But my reasoning behind that high volume is just the fact that you're going to constantly create an environment for yourself that is positive, is inspiring. Every single day, you're going to do hard things and learn new things and hear uh, motivational people say things and read things in books. Uh, one thing you'll notice is a lot of books have common themes or common elements. And some people might think that that's a negative and say, well, shit, why am I, why am I continuing to read all these books? They say the same thing. And to me, I'm like, yeah, that's the point. You have to have these things reiterated and reiterated because naturally that's not the course we fall into. Naturally, if you don't take control of your life and you don't set yourself out on a specific path, you're going to fall into apathy and atrophy. And so that's why it's important to me to constantly have positive inputs because you're going to have an input of some sort. Uh, and if you, if you just go by the seat of your pants, a lot of times that input's going to be negative things that you see in the news, on social media, uh, people that you know, family or friends talking negatively. That's how we're wired, evolutionarily speaking. And so you really have to change your environment to make it more positive. And then like Jocko says, just making your life, making your day-to-day -day a campaign to get better and not focusing on the magic pill, the, the one tip, the one trick. I find that when I'm not constantly reading and listening to People talk on podcasts about bettering themselves, about new ideas and concepts. Uh, I find that I just don't feel right. I don't feel like I'm living up to my full potential and I'm not creating that, that positive environment. And then starting to wrap up here, I wanted to play an excerpt from one more video I really like here. This was uh, from Joe Rogan, and he's talking about the fact that there really isn't a finish line and we have to prioritize constant action because that's how we're wired. We can't look at, Oh, I can't wait till I have this physique and I'll finally feel happy. I can't wait till this happens at my job and I'll finally feel like I've succeeded. We're always in motion. We have to be always in motion. That's, that's how we're wired. The most successful people in the world got that way because they have that mindset. The most successful people in the world are working hard and grinding every day. They're not just sitting atop their pedestal and looking at what they've accomplished. That's the key here in life. And so uh, I'll let you listen to this video. He says it better than I can. 
So here goes. The day, that's where it all comes from. It all comes from life lessons and the lessons that are learned through struggle. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that think somehow or another you're going to get to some place where you're living in silk sheets and you get your toes done while someone's dropping grapes into your mouth. I don't want that. I've never wanted that. That guy's not going to be happy. He's going to be bored. An hour into the grapes, you can get those fucking grapes away from me. Stop painting my toes. What am I doing in this bed? I got to do something. I'm not stimulated. The human organism, the animal that we are, needs constant stimulation because it evolved trying to find food and escape enemies and find shelter, escape nature, escape the elements, try to survive. Says it all right there. We got to be constantly in motion. We have to constantly be bettering ourselves. It's a campaign. Again, I'll go back to that. It's a campaign. You're constantly getting better. Uh, I think that I want to reiterate it because so often... Like I said, we, we look at this outcome or this future us, this future circumstance, we'll be happy and we'll be satisfied. But that's not a reality. You have to work hard every single day of your life. So last thing here, I wanted to go over my goals from last year and how they went. So here goes. I kind of changed these around a little bit, but these were the first original uh, seven that I set out for. The first one was to deadlift 500 pounds. Again, one of those specific fitness goals. Holy shit, I almost actually did not achieve this. Uh, funny enough, I actually deadlifted 500 pounds on literally the 31st, the last possible day that I could have. Uh, I tried it a couple other times. I kind of was at a heavy weight earlier in the year when I could have gotten closer to it and kind of cut down my weight a little bit. And so building back up, thought I would get there quicker than I did. But anyway, I finally did get there, funny enough, on the 31st, on the last possible day. But hey, that's achieving your yearly goal anyway. My second goal was to stop projecting my thoughts and opinions onto others uh, in that very abstract realm here. But something I've struggled with a lot and I still struggle with is just that anxiety and worrying about what other people think of me, what other people are saying with me, how I'm reacting with other people. It's a struggle for me. And I don't say that because I want to feel bad for myself or want anybody to feel bad for me, but it's something I really have to focus on. Whereas maybe if you have a different personality, that's not a struggle for you. But anyway, that's something I put a lot of focus on and I feel like I got a lot better at and more inept at just having that be a constant thought for me. I had the goal to read 24 books. Like I said, two books per month. I think I read 27 or 28. Um, so happy with that one. Next goal, say yes to every potentially beneficial opportunity that comes my way. This one definitely led to a lot of positive experiences, a few negative, but I think that this is a great overall principle and just thing to strive towards is just saying yes more, especially when I'm at a malleable and, you know, more or less free point in my life when I can do things and try things. Next goal, nail down my morning and nightly routine. I think I did a pretty good job with that. I'm still adjusting here and there. Uh, I want to talk about this further soon, but that was definitely a very worthwhile goal. Start a podcast, which obviously, if you're listening to this, you know was a success. And then the last one actually is kind of a funny story too. Uh, I had compete in a fitness competition. I didn't know exactly what that would be. Um, I've looked at bodybuilding a lot 
I've kind of strayed away from that sphere. Um, I just, I wanted something that was going to test my physical capabilities and be something to aim for and strive for. And so what that ended up being was pretty simple, a half marathon. And so I'd been training for it. Uh, I trained to, you know, the level I thought I needed to be at and went into it. And oddly enough, there'd been a bunch of flooding down where the marathon was and they had actually stopped the marathon like three miles in because it was raining that day and the flooding was just getting too out of hand. So I guess that is counted as, you know, completing that goal, but it was pretty unsatisfying not being able to finish. So that's something I definitely want to do in the future is finish a fitness competition, but I suppose I did compete in one uh, in a roundabout way. So that's all I have today. I hope that you gained something positive from this podcast. Please reach out to me if you have any questions or comments or in regards to the health and fitness information, if you have any clarifications on that, or if you want my personal advice on your own health and fitness endeavors and journey, I'd be happy to offer my advice. So feel free to email me, DM me on Instagram. Those are the two best places. Uh, Check out my website, jake-parker.com. And other than that, Get on the grind for 2020 and have a great new year. Hey, it's Jake again. If this podcast provided you any value, I'd encourage you to share it with someone who you think might enjoy it. In addition, it'd really help me out a lot if you would go and subscribe or leave a review for my podcast. It's super easy. And in addition, if you have any questions or comments, I'd love for you to reach out to me by email or Instagram DM, which can both be found on my website. Thanks.